everybody. This is Josh McKinney, and I just want to welcome you to episode 110 of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. Today, we're going to talk what everybody's talking at the beginning of the year, and that is goal setting. And pretty much, you guys know how when I get obsessed about something, it's supposed to be about goal setting. It turns into being about skill development and uh, treating yourself well and things like that. But the main idea, the main thought is how to set a big goal and to break it down and to accomplish it. And uh, I, I don't talk as much about building a team as I probably should, uh, meaning like a lot of these big goals, you you, you need more people. Uh, I could probably do a part two of this one if you guys enjoyed it. Uh, there's a lot more that we could go to. And I really didn't get into any of my notes in this episode, which I will explain when the episode starts. Uh, but I think it turns out well. I think you guys will enjoy it while I have your attention. I just wanted to give you guys something else that you might enjoy. And that is my free ebook at simplifyingjujitsu.com called Simplifying Jujitsu. This is kind of like my first thoughts into training method. These, I wrote this like two years ago now, I think. Uh, and uh, it's just like my first mindset, my first kind of thoughts of what the Isaka Jiu-Jitsu show came from, which was that we we're going to train Jiu-Jitsu more efficiently and effectively. And uh, I think you guys really enjoy it if you have not read the Simplifying Jiu-Jitsu ebook. Uh, again, that is completely free at simplifyingjiu-jitsu.com. You guys should check it out. If you do, you will get on my mailing list and you will be the first to know when my new book comes out. That is, uh, it's not going to be called Simplifying Jiu-Jitsu 2 but it's pretty much going to be Simplifying Jiu-Jitsu 2. Uh, it's going to be a lot more in-depth look at training method and probably strategy and probably skill development, uh, but mostly training method. That is the, the big goal of the book is to cover all of the different training methods there are, their uses, and uh, what you should be using to accomplish your big goals. And so uh, it fits into exactly what we were talking about on the podcast today. Uh, something else that is going to be exciting is what I'm going to tell you guys at the end of the episode. That is going to be kind of the direction uh, that we're going to take the podcast for the next few weeks, months, years. We'll see. Uh, but uh, I think you guys will enjoy hearing about that at the end of the episode. That's all I have for you guys. Let's jump right in and talk about some goal setting. All right, guys. So here's what's going on. I've been recording this episode. I've recorded this episode like five or six times. Goal setting is really hard to break down specifically step by step as to how you should be setting goals. So what I decided to do is to pivot a little bit on how it was going to do this episode. And instead, I thought it actually might be easier to just talk about some of my personal goals, talk about some of the things that I'm trying to accomplish in the different spaces that I try to operate in. And uh, some thoughts, some things, some ideas that have really helped me during that. And I just relay those to you guys. Uh, I also do get the privilege to talk to a lot of people, you know, especially in the last month, I've gotten to talk, to talk to a ton of people about the goals that they are setting. So I may reference some different things too, but specifically, I'm just going to try to use myself for this one. Because uh, I think that's the easiest way to go about this one, to make this explainable. And so I think that one of the best places to start when it comes to setting jiu-jitsu goals is as a technician. Uh, I really like to break goals down is my like broadest goals. And then what I like to do is to uh, then break them down is to like maybe skills that I need to develop in order to accomplish those goals. For example, uh, something I did a long time ago. I've referenced this on the podcast before. I had like 54 students in my gym and I decided that I needed to get to 100. I thought if I could get to 100, and it did turn out like this, but if I could get to 100, that uh, I could quit my job as a personal trainer and I could teach jujitsu full time. And it was hard. And I tried and I tried and I tried until I realized that it wasn't accomplishable with the skill set that I had. I needed a new skill set. And so I learned how to advertise. 
And I learned how to advertise and I was able to, in six months, get my gym from like 54 people to 100 people when it had taken me three years to get to 54 people. And so it's breaking down things as skills is going to be really, really important for a lot of us. And so uh, like for me, my broad goal, and I will share this with you guys, I want to win a world title at Black Belt. It's uh, adult. And I fully believe that I can do it. I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't think I could do it today. I don't think if the worlds were today that I could go out and win. I think it's going to take a while of continuing to develop skills and to continue to develop strategy and to get healthy. And so, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that though. I plan on it. I may fail. I could get to an age. I could be 35 and be like, man, I'll never be able to compete with these guys. Uh, you know, it's never going to happen. And I'll look back and say, okay, I spent these last eight years at Black Belt, these last, I guess, 10 years total at Black Belt. And I never won a world title. Yeah, it happens. Happens to most people that try. So that's why I don't focus on it just being about the world title. Because if I go in and say it's all about that, you know, that is the goal. I want to. I really do. But if I act like that's the only thing that matters, it's going to really, really suck when it doesn't happen. And even if it does, it may still suck. I may still be frustrated because it wasn't what I wanted it to be. So that's really not the goal. The real goal is to be good enough to win a world title at Black Belt. Adult. Why? Well, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to win because of the notoriety, because of the, com- the competitor in me, right? But really, I'm trying to win because I want to be the greatest jujitsu technician in the world. So instead of focusing on it all being about me having a perfect day and winning a world title, which I'm going to do. It's more about me going in and saying, what skills, what things do I not have that I need to accomplish this? So for me specifically, I will look at it as a technician. Like I said, this is where we're going to start off. I talked about the broad goal. And I think all of us, I really believe that all of us should have an unattainable broad goal to push us and wake us up every day. I really do. I look at some of the goals uh, my wife has set this year. Uh, she has taken over the, the management of our gym. They're big. They're scary goals, especially to set in your first year of trying to manage a gym. But if you're not setting big goals, you're going to accomplish anything, right? Where is your fight? Where's your desire? Where's your drive? Set something that scares you you think it's not scary for me to set a goal to be a, try to be a world champion? Super scary. Super scary to talk about it on a podcast. What if you listen to it in this podcast episode six years old and you go, wow, we never really heard anything from Josh McKinney as a competitor after that. It would suck. But it's so much better than not trying. It's so much better than me looking back six years from now and saying, well, I wonder what would happen if I would have really tried, if I would have really sold out, if I would have really committed. We don't want to be there. We want to take the risk. We want to set the goal. Let's get after it. If there's anything that I say today that you listen to, it's to to set a big goal. Let's try to accomplish something huge. I've been pushing this on my students since... I guess Christmas probably is getting on them. Hey, let's set something big. Let's accomplish something big this year, next year, three years from now, five years from now. Let's start it at the beginning of 2022. 
And uh, that's really why I wanted to do this episode. And so now let me actually get into what I was, the whole rant there came from. Let's look at me as a technician. What goals am I setting as a technician? Well, I like to think of jujitsu first really broadly. You can think of it as three main positions, right? Standing top and bottom. So you can look at what techniques do I know, right? And that's what we always think about as a technician, right? What techniques do I know? Do I know enough techniques? I would bet that knowledge of techniques is not the reason that I haven't been winning at the big tournaments. I really don't think it is. I could be wrong, but that's where I've always put my focus. That's where all of us Americans put our focus as competitors. All of the people that are Americans that are supposed to be really good, that's where they put their focus on, on being innovators uh, and, and having the most flawless and the most beautiful systems and techniques, which is super important. But it's not everything. The way you train, the manner in which you use your techniques, the way that you combine your techniques, that's really important too. And so when we break down jujitsu into the three main groups of top, bottom, and standing, then I can say, okay, from standing, do I actually believe that I can score on and prevent being scored on from anybody in my division? Can I look at the division? Can I say, okay, can I be better than all of these people? Most likely not. So what I look at instead, and this is for me specifically, is for those three tiers of grappling, I want to be better than 90% of the people in my division. And those three tiers, and this is personal. Okay. Remember, this is personal. This is not specific on how you should be doing it, but this is what I look at. My big goal is to win a world title. I need to be better than 90%. I would say that the only place that I consider myself better than 90% of adult black belts in my division would be my guard. Um, and it's probably higher than 90%. Uh, is, you know, on top, I'm probably really close, but from standing, I feel like I'm not. Uh, I, don't get me wrong, a lot of people don't wrestle, so maybe I am. Uh, maybe it's just me rating my stand up in general. Uh, but for my division, I want to be able to say, hey, this is what I need, right? I need to be able to beat these people, these 90% of people, because that is where I can start to develop strategy, which I'm going to talk about mainly because that is where most of the thought process is coming from as a technician, right? It's not about the techniques. I know it's about how I use them, right? And so from my guard, let's say I am better than 90%. Let's say that that is truth, you know, this, this figure that I made up. So do I just say, okay, well, that's great. Or do I say, well, I could probably be better than 99% off my back. You know, I could do that. I could also could also work top. Maybe I'm only better than, maybe I could only, I wouldn't even say better than, let's say this. Maybe I could only pass 50% of the guards in my division. I want to be able to pass at least 90%. And I need to be able to deal with and not get scored on 100% if I'm going to win. You know, I can't avoid being on top. Okay, so that, that, that's an option. Okay, what about stand-up? Stand-up. Maybe I'm better than 50%. Maybe I can take down 50% of the people in my division. So how do I, how do I decide? Because it's all about focus. We talk about focus as a technician all the time. It's all I'm ever telling you guys. How do I decide? Well, I can go out about it a few different ways. One of my favorite ways is by looking at how much time I have. So if I'm looking at these problems and worlds is a week away, I'm going to look at them completely different than if I look at these problems and world is a year away or a year and a half away. So I'll answer both, right? So first, if we had a week to prepare, it would have nothing to do with getting better at any of these positions. You're not going to get any percent better at any of these positions unless you have a gaping hole that we could just fill. Most likely, you're not going to get any better in a week. So we'd have to just go all strategy for that. Like I said, we'll talk about strategy in a second as a technician, because that is really my main focus this year. 
So now I've broken down jujitsu in these three positions. I say, okay, I can beat 50% of these people from the standing. Wait a second. What if it's not technique that I need? You know, I have some time to prepare. Let me just focus on standing for the next month. The reason I like to just focus on one and not all three is because then you can obsess over it. And obsession is one of the most useful tools in jujitsu. We're all of everyone who does jujitsu. If you train, you're probably obsessive. You're probably crazy. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to, to break it to you. No normal person does jujitsu. It's not a normal thing to do. It's, it doesn't make sense for us to be training jujitsu. We go in, we pay money to fight each other and to learn how to fight each other. And then we're like, oh yeah, these people are our be- my best friends. I love these people so much. And then we pay more money to fight people we don't know while wearing the brand of the people that we normally fight because we've really just been fighting to prepare for, for the big fight, which is the competition, right? I didn't, it doesn't make sense, right? Do you see how that didn't make sense what I was just saying? What we do is crazy. So let's just be honest with ourselves. We're all crazy. Let's use our craziness to get better at jujitsu. Let's obsess over something. And so instead of saying, okay, well, I can take down 50% of the black belts in my division. I need to learn takedowns to be able to take down 100%. What I'm going to say instead is, okay, I can take down 50% of the black belts in my division. What if I just created a strategy? that said, well, just take these 50% down and fight stand up with them. But the other 50%, I'll pull guard on. Because my guard, I think, can beat 95% of the people. That's what strategy is. And that is what my focus is on for this ever. This year? I don't know if it's this year. Uh, You know, like, Obviously, training method is going to be really important because that's the only way you can actually develop a strategy, Um, like develop, I guess, develop the execution of a strategy, the ability to execute a strategy. And so that is where my focus as a competitor is going to be on. I know there's a really long explanation, like 15 minutes into the episode. I just talked about one little thing. We talked about the goal setting as a competitor. I'm looking at my broad goal. Now I'm saying, okay, what techniques do I have? And now I'm saying, um, like I said, for me, I don't think it is that I am hurting for technique. I really don't think that that is my problem. You know, this is just a theory. We've got to experiment. We've got to create these theories because if I'm trying to do something that's unattainable, that's impossible, I've got to innovate, right? It's not possible right now. I have to have an innovative way to do it. And so uh, that's my thought on uh, on strategy and on my jujitsu goals as a technician. You know, I told you guys, my broad goal is that my technician goals are actually to become a better strategist, to take the techniques that I have right now and to use them more efficiently and effectively. And this is the most important thing at the right times, because let's say my technique is flawless and I go out and I pass your guard super easy. And then you get back and I pass and I pass and I pass and I'm just a passing machine and I'm up 40 to nothing. And I just keep passing you. And then I gasp because I've been working too hard and you triangle me. Who is better at jujitsu there? Well, as a technician, if I passed you 40 times, I'm probably better than you, right? At least in that situation, that position. But as a strategist, didn't pace well. Who's better at jujitsu? Doesn't matter. It's about who wins, right? When we compete, it's this thought that if I compete, it's about being better. And that's like, we should always be looking for a deeper understanding of jujitsu, of course. But it's not just about being better. It's not just about knowing more. It's about being able to execute. It's about being able to figure things out. So now as a technician also, I'm trying to, and this is something I always do. This is what my podcast is about, really. Trying to innovate on some training techniques, some training methods. Not me doing a technique, 
but me practicing doing a technique, me learning how to efficiently do this technique and then pull it off at the highest level while I'm not training with people that are black belt adult world champions, right? Because that's also another layer that we're dealing with. And so as a technician, what am I focused on? What are my goals? Well, my big goals are to invent training methods that can cover the broadest amount of jujitsu. My other goals are to create training methods that can cover the most specific part of jujitsu. So we look at jujitsu as a whole and its beauty, and we look at jujitsu as a bunch of little pieces and its beauty. And we train them as the little pieces and we train them as the broad pieces. And so that is for me as a technician. And that doesn't mean that I have a goal that I say, hey guys, these are my tra- this is the training that I'm going to do. I don't know it yet. If I knew the training that I was going to do, if I knew how I was going to accomplish the worlds, I would have won last month, right? We've got to innovate. We've got to figure it out. Know what the goal is though. So when I have that broad goal though, it allows me to not have to be constantly changing my goal, right? I'm changing my small things. I'm changing really my intentions, but I'm not changing the broad goal. It's not bouncing around a bunch. So now let's look at some jujitsu goals for someone who's trying to brand themselves. And that's what I'm going to look at for me too. This is somebody who is trying to brand himself and uh, be really uh, big in the jujitsu space. For me, my, I only really have one big goal with podcasting and all these things. Like, I really look at my goals for the podcast is just financial. And the reason is this. A lot of times we set goals for motivation or because we need motivation. I don't need motivation to talk about jujitsu theory and jujitsu mindset and to talk to uh, my friends about jujitsu and record it. And I don't need, I don't, I don't, I don't need motivation to do that. I would be doing that whether I was filming or whether I was not, you know, it's what I do. I talk about jujitsu, you know, I'm going to teach in a few hours. I'm going to show up and I'm going to start teaching some jujitsu. I'm going to start having individual conversations with my students about, hey, here are some goals that we need to be setting for you. Here's what we need to be accomplishing. So let's think broadly, right? Let's think really far away. We'll think broadly. But for my podcast, really the only goal, the only thing that I care to accomplish, I enjoy doing my podcast each week. Well, I can't do that for free forever, right? do a podcast that doesn't make any money forever. It's because it's my time, right? So that's why my goals for the podcast are always financial. Uh, it is because for me, it's just not about, it's not about the money. And that's why I have to set goals for it to be about money. And so what I'm going to look at then is, okay, I have a goal and I'm, I'm, I like to be really specific with like amounts of money. And uh, for me, it's just like, I want my podcast to be able to, if I didn't have a gym, which I always plan on having, um, I want my podcast to be able to provide for myself and my wife and my beautiful dog. Uh, I didn't call my wife beautiful, even though she is too. She's more beautiful than the dog by far. Uh, But if I try to go in and I try to just say, well, I'm going to make more money and it's not specific. Well, it's just going to be about making more money all the time, right? But if I have a specific amount and I say, okay, I want to make enough to that if we didn't have the gym, that we would still have a secondary income that could cover us, right? That could uh, completely take care of us. And then after that, we'll of course set other goals off of it. You know, it won't be like, okay, well that's done. Now let's coast. I doubt it. Maybe it will be. Maybe I'll be like, okay, that's cool. This is all I need to make on this. And then just do that. But I doubt it. It's not who I am, right? So 
How do I accomplish that though? The reason I want to talk about this is because I am not as good at podcasting as I am at jujitsu. I'm not even close to as good at podcasting. I am a two stripe white belt when it comes to podcasting. And uh, I'm a black belt in jujitsu that only focuses on training method and understanding it more. Uh, With the podcast, that's not who I am. So this time, I can focus on become a, a better podcaster, which is pretty much what I focus on for the podcast. I can also accomplish that financial goal by paying somebody. I can accomplish that financial goal by delegating. I can accomplish that financial goal maybe even by saying, hey, I am building this brand and it's getting big and it's getting too hard for me to manage. I wonder if I could get somebody in for a percentage of the podcast to do work that needs to be done on the podcast because then it would grow. Then I would be making more money. Even though I'm spending more, I'm making more on the podcast. So how am I going to do it though? How am I going to make money? I got to learn. I've got to get on people. I've got to find new people to learn from. I have to find new skills that I need to learn. Let's say if we're going to break down podcasting by skills, just like we do jujitsu, I would say, okay, one of the big skills is being on camera is actually doing the podcast. Another skill would be editing the podcast. And then the last skill and the most important skill, the hardest skill for me to develop, which is surprising, is advertising the podcast. For some reason, I have a lot of trouble with this. I feel like getting on camera and talking, I can do a good job of because I'm just talking about jujitsu, right? I feel like editing, I can do an all right job of because it's a pretty easy podcast to edit. Now, advertising. Said I was like a two-stripe white belt overall. In advertising, I'm the guy that comes in for podcasting. For my gym, I do a great job with advertising. For my simplifying jujitsu, I can. The podcast, man, podcast advertising is it's really tough. But for me, I'm probably like the guy that, and when it comes to podcast setting, like the guy that comes in with his shoes on and steps on the map to walk and shake hands with the instructor. And then like, Oh, watch. No, 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 don't take the shoes off or take your shoes off. Take your shoes off, please. And then he comes in and you're like, Hey man, you know, we're going to do a Kimura and you show him. And then he like, he can't get it. You know, like, Hey, take your right hand and grab the wrist. And so he takes his left hand and grabs the bicep and you're like, Oh my gosh, this, this guy can't listen to anything. This guy's hopeless. That's kind of what advertising is for me on a podcast. So specifically, if I recognize that that is a thing that needs done and keep in mind, this is why I'm speaking more hypothetically on the podcast is because I am not as defined with my goals as I am with my, my technical competitor jujitsu goals. Uh, My podcasting goals aren't as defined or not even defined. Like my main goal is thought out my breaking down and skill set is not right. Saying like, exactly what I need to have done and what I need to be using, right? And it's harder when you have less knowledge on the subject, right? How do you know what you don't know in jiu-jitsu until you're good and you go, well, everybody doesn't know this. This is what you should know. It's the same with anything else. And so, uh, and I, like, I thought this would be helpful because I know a lot of people that are listening to the show, they're setting goals about branding because that's something we talk about a lot uh, is how to make money doing jujitsu. And, you know, for me, my podcast is my brand, right? And so uh, I thought that maybe just discussing branding and, and what you're trying to accomplish would be good. We're going to speak hypothetically in a second and not just about me on, on branding, but uh, uh, we'll just continue on branding. But that's why I'm speaking hypothetically. So I might also take an advertising course. I might just get on YouTube and start to try to learn to advertise. Uh, it's just, it's really hard though, when we think too broadly about things, I'm going to be a better podcaster. Okay. Well, what does that mean? There are so many aspects that go into making a good podcast. And so 
which do I decide to work and how do I work these things? That is going to be our kind of our big battle, right? So now let's look at some goals you should be setting if you are looking at, or you could be setting uh, in some ways to problem solve if you do have a personal brand. So, uh, or you're trying to build a personal brand. So let's say you're going to build a jujitsu brand off of, let's say you're a white belt and you want to start to brand yourself. One of the hardest things when it comes to building a brand is the consistency of it. It is so, so hard to stay consistent. Uh, I mean, it's hard to like one, one of my sub goals actually for the podcast is to make sure that I put out 52 episodes this year. Uh, being consistent week to week is a battle because, well, two weeks I'm gone, I'm on vacation. And then, and I, so I, I set myself up and I go, okay, I'm going to record two podcasts and they're going to auto come out. When I get home on week three and guess what? There's a bunch of problems at the gym. I don't have time to record. And then by the time I have time to record, it's Sunday and my podcast usually comes out on Thursday. And then I go, well, I guess I could just share this for next Thursday and skip this week. Uh, and then I miss a week, right? And it's easy to miss a week. So that is uh, one of gonna, going to be whatever you were deciding to do. Putting some effort into it basically every day is going to be your best bet into having success with it. Doing it for a long, long time too is going to be your bet to have success with it. So we look at it every day. We're obsessing about it. What are some things that I could do as a brand? Because the reason we're starting a personal jujitsu brand is so we can get away from our nine to five usually. So we can make jujitsu full-time or make money full-time doing jujitsu, right? Uh, and it doesn't, like we said on that episode, it doesn't mean you have to own a school. You can make money as a uh, a jiu-jitsu photographer. I have some students that are starting to get into that space. You can make money writing. If you listen to uh, uh, the Chris Wojcik episode, he talks about making money as a jiu-jitsu writer. And it's really cool. But whatever you're deciding to do, make your broad goal. And it probably should be, if you're getting into this for money's sake, you should definitely have a financial goal. It doesn't have to be your only goal. Maybe it's a financial goal, and then you're saying, I also, I also want to have 100,000 subscribers on Instagram or something like that. I don't know. Um, but make sure that you have a financial goal because it's a number. It's something that is attainable. It's something that you can comprehend really well, and you can break it down into bite-sized pieces better than you can break down almost anything else. My goal is to make uh, $3,000 reoccurring. I go, if I can make $3,000 each month reoccurring, that's enough for me to live. That's enough for me to survive. Uh, keep in mind, guys, I live in the Midwest. For some people in the Midwest, that is enough for them to survive. So I know if you live in some place that's very, very populated, you're like, uh, yeah, that's not enough for anyone to survive, dude. That's where the reference is coming from. But let's say that's all I need to survive. That's all I need for my specific lifestyle, because that's important too, is what you even need because maybe I want to make $50,000 a month, but I only live off like a thousand. I really don't need that. Right. I don't, I don't need that 50,000. So if I was going to, you know, build a brand, all I really need to make up is that thousand. That's what I need to survive. So I decided I'm going to need 36,000. What I can do is I can start working on whatever it is. And I can make some really small goals and say, okay, 36,000 is a lot. What if I just made a hundred dollars a month doing this? Then I, at least I know how to make money. At least I've broken it down into a small goal and I'm, I'm starting to pull in some cash. That's really nice. And not only that, that hundred dollars a month adds up. Well, now that hundred dollars a month in the first year turns into $1,200 and I'm buying a new camera. My product just got so much better. Everything just got so much better, but it comes from kind of being money driven with these, with branding. Obviously you want to stick to your brand. You never sell out. You know, you're never going to see me 
even whatever the amount of money that was given to me, you're never going to see me posting an episode of, hey, guys, I was wrong. Uh, shrimping up and down the mats is actually relevant and it's actually a useful thing to be doing. Uh, you're never going to hear that, right? I'm not going to sell out. That's not, that's not what I believe, right? I'm going to be preaching the same thing, but I'm trying to just get to that next amount. I'm trying to get to that next amount. And then I can even use the money that I'm making now to invest in myself, to invest in my brand. And so uh, I know that's kind of broad for goal setting, uh, but you know, I talked about like technique. I, you know, I really talked about technique as a competitor. Uh, I talked about branding. So these are two like really big things that people are struggling with. But what about people that aren't competitors? Because a lot of times we think of jujitsu as either self-defense or competition, or I guess a hobby, right? But as much as I think we should think of jujitsu as a game, we should think of it as a sport, we should think of it uh, kind of from different perspectives. We have to always think of jujitsu for what it is, this beautiful martial art that is a vehicle for all kinds of different types of things in life. So to act like it is either that you are going to brand yourself, you are going to start uh, you know, or like brand yourself on YouTube or a podcast or something like that, or run a gym or be a competitor. Like those are the three things that jujitsu can accomplish for you. Uh, that is just not true. Jujitsu can accomplish so many things. Maybe your goal is to travel through jujitsu. Maybe that is, maybe you didn't realize that that's even a possibility. You didn't realize that you can travel without being a competitor and, and do it for jujitsu. And there are people that do it in all kinds of different ways, right? And so if you take a goal like that, that I want to, I'm a jujitsu hobbyist, but I want to get more out of jujitsu, right? Because for most of us, we're learning jujitsu to get something out of it, whether that is weight loss, we're coming in to lose weight, we're coming in to be healthy, coming in for mental health, we're coming in uh, to learn to defend ourselves, right? We are all looking to take something from the art by learning it. And, uh, I think that after blue belt, a lot of us feel weird about doing that anymore. We feel weird about saying like, I really am, you know, trying to do jujitsu to become a better person, to learn how to test myself more and test myself in harder situations and, uh, be cool and comfortable because that's something that I struggle with, right? We can set so many different goals for jujitsu. But the big thing, the important thing is that we are setting ourselves up to accomplish them. And one of the best ways to do that, in my opinion, is to break it down uh, as a set of skills is to say, okay, I want to travel doing jujitsu and maybe I'm not good enough of a grappler to teach all around the world. So maybe I am going to start to film I'm going to start to take pictures. I'm going to start to do something that has value that other jujitsu people may like that may be helpful because then I could, if I'm a great photographer and I am very highly, very highly touted, I could get to train at gyms for a week or two and take photos of their students and take photos of their academy and their training and stuff. And people would really love that. And they would maybe even pay me for it. And so, uh, or let me train for free or whatever. Right. So we can do these things to be able to set kind of any goal, jujitsu related or not, but we can use jujitsu as a vehicle to accomplish big goals in our lives. Uh, and so that's kind of, my main thoughts on goal setting, I'll leave you guys with a few other uh, more random thoughts. I'm going to try to do that a little more because uh, people really enjoyed the random show that I did at the end of the year last year or at the beginning of the year. Was that my first episode? No, I think it was the last day of the year. I don't know when it came out, but a lot of people enjoyed the random show. And so I thought just having a few other little topics to talk throughout episodes, um, just because I think it's it's important that we keep a really good topic. We keep a, a you know we start each episode with an intention, and uh, then I think sometimes though you need 
something. Sometimes you just, I drop a nugget on an episode, not thinking of it and it's what the person needed. So I just thought I would try to do that on purpose a little bit more and uh, talk about some things that I find important. And uh, one of them is this, and I think that this is, this is what I really worked on a lot last year. And uh, I still, of course, struggle with it. Like I said, all of us that do jujitsu, we're crazy. And uh, I think all of us in general tend to be really hard on ourselves, right? Uh, we're around ourselves all the time. We know when excuses that we're making aren't true. Uh, you know, it's very easy to be hard on yourself. And when we're talking about something like goal setting, being hard on yourself is praised a lot of the time. Uh, you know, grinding and whatever is praised, right? I think that grinding and being tough and making yourself work hard and push through when you don't want to is a very important skill. And it is a skill that uh, we kind of almost have to always be developing, right? But to say in every aspect, you need to be grinding all the time is so ridiculous. Uh, it's so impossible for any of us, right? That idea that, hey, you've got it, whatever you're doing, you have got to be working your hardest and you've got to be tired from it. You've got to whatever, right? Uh, most of the time, people waste a lot of their grind on stuff that isn't important. Uh, for instance, they want to be a jujitsu world champion and they say, okay, I am going to shrimp up and down the mat a bunch, right? Which, okay, I worked really hard, but did I actually get better? Did I actually take a step in the right direction to accomplishing that goal or even just to be the person I need to become to accomplish that goal? If you need to be tough, because some people do, they recognize it in themselves. They say, hey, I am not tough enough. I give up too easily. I need to be tough. If you need to be tough, then you should work on being tough as a skill. You should put yourself in situations where you have to be tough. You have to be consistent. That is one of the hardest things when it comes to toughness is not being tough for five seconds, but being tough forever. Working on that, going in and saying, I'm going to work on this as a skill, I think is important if it is something you struggle with. Now, a lot of us actually don't struggle with working hard. A lot of us struggle with working on the right things, using our time efficiently, right? We all come in the gym and put in work and do a bunch of rounds, but some of us are better than others, right? And of course, some of us are better than others because they're more athletic. That is a thing, bigger, stronger, faster. We are in a physical sport, a physical art, and those things matter. Now, uh, some people are able to win the rounds and, and win at the gym simply because they train smarter, not because they work harder. Maybe they even put in less time. They don't work as hard. But when they are in, they're more focused. They're more intentional at what they're doing. I know we value hard work, right? We value hard work. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And yeah, that's true. But it really matters where they were putting work in. Was hard work putting in work with something that didn't matter? Was talent not working hard, but working really smart, working really intelligently? It's really important where we put in our work, right? If I am trying to build a podcast and I am spending hours each day making sure that I really, really like the lighting of my video podcast, I'm working hard, but I might be wasting time. Nobody even really watches my podcast. Somebody, you know, most of the people that hear my podcast come from audio. So at least for right now, it's not even a necessity. I'm wasting time by doing that. I did that the other day. That's why I'm making sure to note it because the lighting does look pretty good. 
but it's kind of a waste of time. Whatever. Worked hard on it, <laughs> but working, making sure you know where you are putting your time and making sure you're putting your time in the most efficient things. And then also giving yourself enough time to take a step back and ask if it's working. Uh, that's really what I did over the last like three weeks of the year after I came home from worlds. Uh, uh, I just, I, you know, time kind of is slow during the holidays. Like people don't expect a lot to happen and, and things just happen slowly. And so I just kind of was excited about that and took that time to just reflect and see if the things that I'm putting my time in are actually mattering. Uh, if there's, I need to make a pivot somewhere or if I need to just drop that entirely, maybe I say, man, this isn't working. And I've been, I've been thinking through it and I've been working hard on it for years. Now that I think about it, I don't even think I want to accomplish it. I don't even think that it was a goal that really mattered that much to me. It happens. But that's what I'll leave you with. Just last little rant, last little thought. Try to rant as much as I can for you guys. I know that the that the good stuff is usually in the rants. It's usually usually the offensive stuff is in the rants too because it's not planned and I just start talking about something how I normally would. Uh, but yeah, that is that's what I'm going to do this year. That's how I'm going to set goals. I guess I'll leave you guys with this before I leave you guys with the outro. Let's crush it in 2022. Let's figure out what we're trying to accomplish and let's accomplish it. And, uh, and also let's stop being weenies and having drama all the time. Let's stop complaining and let's get after it. Let's focus on ourselves, our own goals, stop focusing on what everyone else is doing and what everyone else said and what everyone else, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get after it this year. And that is the episode. Hope you guys like this one. I really, uh, I like talking about goal setting and stuff. It's fun to just think through things. It's fun to reflect, you know, taking a second and reflecting, I think is really important for a lot of us and we don't do it enough, but uh, yeah, I just have a, a one little note for you guys. If you guys are liking the podcast, be sure to check out my Patreon page. I know I told you already, but uh, I'm really pushing a lot of content into it this month. It is going to be uh, this entire month on the I Suck Jiu-Jitsu show. We're going to focus on strategy and uh, the importance of it and some ways to use it. But what I'm going to do on the on Suck Less Saturday is just talk about training specific strategies, which I think is probably something that people don't do ever. You know, people don't think that you should be training how to beat people. And uh, it's a really effective and important thing to do. And so uh, that's what we'll get into on the Patreon page. Uh, have some really cool training methods to get better at strategizing in jujitsu. And for this whole month, we are going to be talking strategy. We're going to be talking the importance of it, how to train it, how to get better, everything you need to know. And um, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Hope it is helpful for you. I hope you guys set some goals. I hope that we both have some success on our goals, both you and I uh, have some success on our goals in 2022. And I hope today's episode helps you suck just a little bit fat. Never messed up on that. I don't know if I should cut it out. It was kind of, I mean, I don't even know who listens to the very last few seconds. I don't even know if you guys hear it when I say, hope this episode helps you suck just a little bit less at jujitsu. But I messed it up there. I'm sorry. Here, I'll give you guys one right here. I hope this episode helps you suck just a little bit less at jujitsu. Have a great day, guys. What's up guys, Josh here again. I just wanted to tell you, give you a little more information on some of the other content that I produce that isn't just the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. If you are wanting more information on how to become more efficient and effective in your Jiu-Jitsu training, the number one thing that I always recommend to people is my Patreon page, the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show Patreon page, because we release a five to 15 minute exclusive episode every single 
single Saturday. This is called Suck Less Saturday, and it is completely focused on being for your jujitsu training, for your jujitsu mindset, and for your jujitsu progression. And so what we'll do is a quick but deep dive on a different thought, idea, or training method every single Saturday. And you can only get this on our Patreon page. I also have a few spots open, depending on what time you're listening to this podcast, for my suck less coaching. What that is, is a monthly cost to get a monthly meeting with me where we meet over Zoom and set some goals based on what you are trying to accomplish in Jiu-Jitsu and set some different training methods uh, to help you get there. Uh, There's nothing like this online right now. There is no Jiu-Jitsu coaching that teaches you how you should be training uh, and it is exclusively on the ISAC Jiu-Jitsu Patreon page. Also, if you guys want to just be in more contact or you want to learn a little more about my ideas in Jiu-Jitsu, I highly recommend that you that you sign up for Simplifying Jiu-Jitsu. It is a free ebook. It is at simplifyingjujitsu.com. And what we do is we break down the top five positions, the essential five positions of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. These are the five positions where most Jiu-Jitsu, 90 plus percent of Jiu-Jitsu takes place in. And we break down how to train them, how long you should be training them, and what order uh, you can train these things to progress faster and easier with your jujitsu. And lastly, if you guys would just give this show a subscribe and a share, it would be very greatly appreciated. Also, you can review us on certain uh, podcast platforms. If you guys want to keep up with me personally, you can follow me at my Instagram at the Josh McKinney. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. I hope that you guys listen to the next one.